You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 127 of BNI, the Australian Story podcast. My name is Veronica, and I'm here with our executive director in Melbourne South and the podcast co-host, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. <laughs> Hi, Veronica. I hope you're not too rusty today. We've been like ships in a night. We haven't seen you much lately, but uh, all good. I'm great. Uh, sun's finally out here. The days are longer. Loving it. And um, yeah, we're just uh, full steam ahead into the end of the year with new leadership teams on board in a lot of places. A lot of training's been done. And um, yeah, a lot of energy with a lot of growth in BNI Australia as well, because uh, recently we've uh, just ticked over 6,000 members again. So uh, yeah. th- this place is on the up. It is very exciting. And sometimes you forget when you're just in the BNI process and you're doing your BNI thing, uh, sometimes it's nice to stand back and actually have a look at this incredible organisation and what we're actually a part of. So hearing those stats. It's a nice reminder of, uh, of the growth of BNI because of all of its members and the energy that they've got for, for what we do. Um, today we've got another great story from another member and I believe that you might have gone somewhere where it's much warmer than Melbourne even though we've got a bit of sunshine today. We're off to sunny Queensland again and we've already been caught out by the, uh, by the daylight savings um hour out because you know Queenslanders they they don't like to do daylight savings because their cows won't milk and it fades their curtains and the like but uh, I'm gonna get hate mail from Queenslanders now <laughs> but uh <laughs> we are off to Queensland and we are speaking to Damien Carey from Shield Tech Locksmiths and Security and he is a member of BNI Pegasus. Welcome Damien to the BNI Australian Story podcast. Hi, Brent. Hi, Veronica. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Now, Damien, uh, your category is security and investigation and locksmithing. So, uh, very popular Rather category. Yeah, <laughs> a big pardon? Rather unique in our area, actually. We're the only locksmith uh, just about in a chapter in Brisbane. Oh, really? Well, this is a great opportunity for our listeners to get locksmiths into their chapters because we uh, we have we have a few in our region, uh, locksmiths, and uh, they do quite well because they end up getting all the work from all the other chapters around the place and tie in really well with uh, with the real estate uh, power teams within the groups and contact spheres. So, uh, Damien, how long have you been in uh, BNI for? Uh, I joined in September last year, September 2023, uh, So you've just celebrated your one-year anniversary. Fantastic. And um, where do we, where will we find BNI Pegasus? What part of Queensland? Uh, so we're in Brisbane. We're based at the Paddington Hotel in Paddington. Oh, that's a pretty famous pub, the uh, the Paddington Hotel. Yeah, for sure. And um, how did you get introduced to this uh, this network to start with? 
Uh, a really good friend of mine and my mentor uh, was having a conversation with me about a business and he said, hey, I do this thing that you might be interested in taking a look at. And that was all he said. And I said, mate, if you think I need to have a look, I'm there. And it was B&I. Oh, right. And you weren't always uh, – you didn't really have a big network in Brisbane because you weren't always from there, were you? Uh, I was I, – I grew up here and I went to school here, um, yep. but I moved away to the Northern Territory for about 23, 24 years. So yeah. moved back about probably four or five years ago now. Um, and that's why a uh, big thank you to Andrew Riley for that invite to come along to that BNI meeting. Well, thank and you, you know what's really interesting is that he didn't say it was BNI. And this is, I know this is a conversation a lot of people have, you know, don't go out and tell people what it is because it might be something different to them when they come along. But then there's people like me who are so proud of the organisation that I just want to say it is BNI, it's Business Networking International, and I just want you to get what I've got. But I think what you're saying is that your friend just trusted you so much, all he needed to do was say, come along to this thing, and you said, yeah, right? Yeah, it was it was that simple. We were having conversations about some other ideas he had for us in our business. And and he said, there's this thing I do. You should come along and check it out. This thing I do. I love this it. Thing so I it, was, do. it was very relaxed. It wasn't a it wasn't a hard sell. Look, a- Andrew is like an 18-year member for BNI. So he, he's probably seen the ebbs and flows and, and of, of, you know, getting members in and, and, and that turnover. So he's like, you know, come and have a look. We've got this chapter. So what did you see there in the room when you got there? You thought, well, yeah, this is not bad. I want to be a part of this. Oh, look, I was really lucky. The first meeting for us, um, there was uh, there was myself, my business partner, and another visitor that day. Um, but there's Pegasus when I joined was around the 30 mark. Um, so it was a big, you know, big room. There was a lot of energy in the room coming in in the morning. Um I'm I'm a morning person, so 6.30 was a, a good kickoff for me. But I, I think it was one to see the relationships in the room. Like you, you could tell that people had known each other for a while. They were having conversations. Everyone was really inviting and interested in our business and what we do and, and asking about that. Um, but I guess for me, I just saw the value in it straight away. Like from a business point of view, I immediately saw as soon as they started talking about referrals and as soon as they started talking about thank you for closed business and I heard numbers, I, I just went... And and, I, and they announced the cost for joining at the end, and I was just like, in my head, I did some quick math, and I was like, that's that's pittance for what you could make out of out of a chapter if you've got good networks. <laughs> it, it always amazes me when people look at the uh, the, the opportunity in a BNI meeting, and then they 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 balk at the at the upfront commitment costs when yeah. people are passing millions of dollars worth of business to each other i think uh you know seat value nationally is 50 to 60,000 in some regions it's much higher i know we've got record seat uh, value in melbourne south i think we were around 87,000 per seat on average uh across yeah, the yeah i think you're sitting at about 90,000 90, when i yeah. sat in the room and i'm just seeing that on a screen i was like okay that's impressive yeah, and people you know, balk at paying just around two grand to be a part of it. But Brent, um, Damien is one of those people, you know, <laughs> the people that we talk about who come into the meetings who need to hear the numbers. And I always say when I'm launching the chapters and we're, we're, we're training people during the launch process, when you get to the I have section, 
tell people how much money you have made. When you're yeah. thanking someone for the closed business, say thank you for the four and a half thousand dollars that I have made because that person referred the business to me because you, Damien, are one of those people who needs to hear that. And we all are, and I'm one of them. I love I love the, the community and I love the feeling of everyone being included and loving each other. And everyone will talk about, you know, I really love that being in the meeting. But it's the people like you that we need to acknowledge. They need to see the numbers and hear the numbers and understand the ROI. And I just I'm a statistics so guy, so, you know, facts well, and figures. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why we do all that and report all that stuff. And it's not, you know, it's not in the meetings. Not just about edifying the other members so people would find can find referral to uh, referrals for them. The meeting agenda is about edifying the BNI concept. And giving that credibility to someone who hasn't seen it before and someone who it's brand new to. And talking about the numbers and the reports and the vice president's report is a hidden element in edifying BNI. Um, referrals and testimonials, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know that you can either give a referral, a testimonial for another member of the chapter, or a testimonial for your experience in BNI. And what you're doing right there and then is edifying the BNI concept to a visitor in the room and helping them think, okay, I've never heard of this before. This must be okay because all these guys are talking really positive about it. Yeah, it's a really important point. I think members sometimes, because it's something you do every week and it becomes part of your routine and you build it into part of your business, you sometimes forget that that's the trigger for the visitors. The, me the meeting really, let's be honest, is for the visitors. You know, we share our information and we've got our apps and stuff, but the visitor gets to see how we engage with each other and they get to hear the numbers and they hear about the referrals being passed around. Yeah, usually yeah. the trigger for a visitor is either the numbers or the support network. It's usually generally one or the other. Uh, and uh, if you can show that, that support network, and usually that'll be a trigger for either one of those will be a trigger for a visitor. So just back onto your story, Damien, we've, we've digressed a little bit here. Um, you've turned up in Brisbane after not being there for 20 years plus and obviously got into the locksmith industry. Uh, was that as, a, as an employee and then decided to start your own business? Yeah, I... I came from a background working in government. I spent 15 years um, working in uh, uh, justice and child protection. So um, I was a, an investigator and then a manager and, a, and an acting director. And when my wife, who's a federal police officer, got transferred to Brisbane to run a new centre for them, I thought, oh, this will be easy. You know, I'm at, a, I'm at a level in government and with all my qualifications and experience, I'll just walk into a job in Queensland government and we'll be right. But of course, <laughs> the dreaded COVID hit and uh, suddenly nobody needed a middle-aged old man to be a manager in an office. So um, I kind of had to look for something else to do. So I decided I had two regrets in my life. One was a house that I didn't buy when I was about 20 years old. And the other was that I didn't get a trade like my brother. So I went, well, this is a good <laughs> we opportunity. All the, to we all have that regret. <laughs> That's right. So I went. I'm going to go back and get a trade. So I went and was lucky enough to find an employer who was prepared to take on a 40-something-year-old man to be a, to be an apprentice. Wow. Um, yeah, and it was actually my wife's idea because she was like, you enjoy puzzles, you like working with your hands. And I kind of – I did a, a deep dive and a Google, as most people did, and went, yeah, this is actually really interesting. And 
and I kind of I, I dove in. And so, it was a bit through that that I decided with my business partner, who was then the head locksmith, this other business, to to go out on our own. While you were still an apprentice, you decided to start a, a new enterprise. Yeah, well, the, the business was actually going through a period of sale. And as we all know, one of the things that most people do when they take over a new business is they evaluate it, they look at staffing and all that sort of stuff. So I came in to that business as an apprentice. Within three weeks, I was the service manager because of my administration experience. So I was running a team of five locksmiths, um, running the workshop and the business. And uh, when the sale was going through, there was a good chance that the, the new owners weren't going to keep on a 40-something-year-old apprentice who was probably being paid a bit more than an apprentice wage. I was on a I was on a fairly decent salary for a new guy. Um, and so we were like, well, if I have to find a new job, it's going to be hard for me to find a job as an apprentice somewhere else, being how difficult it was to find the first employer. And the head locksmith, Jason, who's my business partner, um, said, no, I, I got you back, mate. Let's, let's go and do our own thing. Because he he knew that I was kind of able to run the business side of things, and he was a he was my trainer as a locksmith anyway, so it just kind of made sense. So, how long after this did you discover B and I? We kicked off on the thirty first of May officially to twenty twenty two. So, just a few months later. Oh wow! And what's the growth been through uh, through B and I? Because you started off just two guys. Phenomenal, mate, for us. We were we were two guys in one ute um, getting around to about six to ten jobs a day. Um, and within and, – and this obviously won't happen for everyone, but within the first couple of weeks at our chapter, an amazing referral came through in combination between Andrew Riley, our electrician, and James Bartrop, our IT person. They uh, James was introduced to a new business who was moving to Brisbane, needed a bunch of IT set up. He happened to introduce Andrew, who was doing all the electrical fit out of this new warehouse. Andrew then introduced us because they needed a, a restricted key system, um, about 40 or 50 doors fitted out. And wow. so we kicked off uh, with a nice 10, you know, probably $13,000, $14,000 referral in our first six weeks. Oh, oh my God, you got... 10, year, 10 years' worth of membership. And, and that was the thing. Like we picked up little jobs because of the work that we specialise in, but that was probably the first really good one that came through for us and just really helped us build some relationships and get some, some customer base. And by Christmas, we had a second van, so we both had a vehicle each, get to more jobs, increase our range. And then in... Uh, well, probably around May this year, around our one-year anniversary, we picked up another tradesman and we've now got three staff, four vehicles. Um, yeah, and we're looking to bring on another apprentice and another tradesman in the next three months. Wow. That's that an amazing, a, that's amazing growth, an amazing story. And yeah. to think you started as an apprentice and now, you know, you've, you've grown your team to that much. So, so how... Um, how do you go about leveraging the opportunity within your BNI group and working the system so they're giving you these referrals? What are some of the things you actually, the strategies you put in place? Oh, look, I am always one to take good advice. Andrew Riley, who I consider a bit of a mentor, he'll, he'll play <laughs> it down, but he always gives me good advice. And he said to me when I first joined, he said, these are the five people that you need to have your first ones-to-ones with because they are the people who are going to give you immediate business and the best value out of your membership to start with. Yes, you need to build network, you know, you, you build relationships with everyone. So I connected with 
James. I connected with uh, Wayne Bramwell, who was our president last year um, and runs a fantastic HR company and helped us with the setup of all of our contracts and employment and all that sort of stuff. Um, but I really just, I, I kind of went, if I'm going to do this, I have to do it properly. I've got to be all in. Um, and I just really worked those those key networks, those kind of the the ones you'd probably consider in your power teams and how yep. they relate to your business. Um, and I made sure to do lots of one-to-ones, really get to know people. And, of course, like anyone, you start out doing the jobs for the members. But once you've built that credibility with them and they see the quality of your work, um, yeah, they, they then are happy to refer other people to you. But you can really, like, fast-track your business. I think I've probably saved myself five years of work by joining BNI. Because the people in that room, Andrew is one of them, James is another, Wayne is another one, Von Barnes, our real estate. These are all people who have been in business for 10 years plus. They've already done the hard yards. I don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, we're a different line of work, but let's be honest, the setup of how you run your business is, is very similar. So taking advice from that that knowledge in the room was just priceless for us and just saved us a lot of heartache. I didn't have to go down the road of, testing out some kind of advertising bizo that would cost us thousands of dollars a month and, you know. Yeah, oh, 100%. And this is this is one of the things that um, a lot of people don't, don't expect. It's a hidden element of what we do. When they come into a network of trusted business owners who have been there, done that, made the mistakes already, and um, and you know, spent the money in the wrong places, made the errors, etc. When you've got the relationship with them, especially as a new business, it really fast tracks your your business uh, growth and expertise for a for a fairly for a fairly young business. And um, you know, I always like to say, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room because there's always people you can you can learn on, and that's also the case. With uh, with BNI members like this, you think about and you walk into your BNI group for our listeners. Walk into your BNI group this week and try and work out how long everyone there has been in business. That's the amount of years of business experience you are actually tapping into within that room, and you're getting that for the same price of entry as any as anyone else. And if you work it smart and build the relationships. Members haven't got a problem to help you because our organisation loves helping each other. So oh, it's, it's a lot of givers gain, mate, from a lot of people in that room. Yeah, so, there's a really, yeah. There's a great exercise that you can do if, if, if the time and the, and the opportunity comes up to go around the room and ask everyone, what's your number one challenge in your business at the moment? And what will happen is everyone will go around the room and people will go, hang on, I can help you with that. If you don't know how to, uh, you know, uh, automate your processes, I should do that in my business. I can help you with that. Oh, I can't, you know, I can't allocate time to do my books. You know, I'm really good with product- productivity. I can help you with that. And all of a sudden, you don't know what you don't know. Sometimes you don't want to go ask for help because you don't think anyone in the room is experiencing what you're experiencing. Chances are they have and they've already come up with a solution for it and they can't wait to share with you because they're so proud of themselves that they fixed it. They can't wait to share it with you. It's a good it's a good um good activity to do if you've got time to do it. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, I'll absolutely. make it a point. Absolutely. 
<laughs> hey, um, this has been a great chat. And I was laughing before because um, from reading your notes, you sent in on the submission form. I actually made a note, fast track fast track your business knowledge through B&I. So, um, yeah, and when you said that straight off from uh, from what we probably said, I'd use those exactly uh, similar to those actual words as well. Um, so we are, like to ask all our guests, Damien, what is the one tip you'd give for a member to achieve success within B&I? Um, if I can get away with it, you can't half-ass B&I. You can say There's, ass on this podcast. We're okay yeah, with ass. Fantastic. Well, don't half-ass your B&I. <laughs> all right? You have to be all in. And the system works. It's proven with the facts, with the stats. You can roll them out and show people that it works. But I think if you actually give it your best effort, you build the relationships in the room um, and you get to know the members of your chapter with that and you, and you really embrace Giver's game, you, you will see magnificent results for your business. It's funny. It's I saw a. Um, we were at a startup chapter, and I've got a uh, the other day, and I've got a a new uh, a builder considering to come in, and uh, and he was on the fence because he didn't want to. If he was in, he was going to be all in. So he had to decide whether he could be all in with with this, and whether his team had his back to back him up if he couldn't make a meeting. And I really, I really respect that because, um, you know. We, we see, you know, so many people half-assed B&I. Um, they, they pay their membership and they say, oh, bring on the referrals. Oh, I'm not – and by the way, I'm not oh, I'm not turning up this week. I've got a job to go to or something like that. But bring on the referrals. I'm not getting referrals. And, uh, you know, we see that so often. So, you know, you're all in. This is marketing your business. This is what you need to do for your business. And so, there's amazing value in just putting what you've got into BNI. So if you need IT services, if you need, like I looked at my life and my business and went, what am I already using that exists not in the, not just in the room, but in the network, cross-chapter referrals. Like I just put so much of that into BNI and I know that I'm going to get better value from that because that person comes into that room every week and they look me in the eye and I know they're doing a good job for me. Seriously, I hate it when I have to spend money outside of B&I when we haven't got anyone to service that. You know, I would rather spend it within the network, within the B&I network and help those people. And if we oh, haven't I got someone to service that, yeah, oh, absolutely. I wish it was a lot better. Um, hope someone's listening from, I, from uh, <laughs> IT, from tech support at Global, uh, because that search function is a pain at the moment. But, um, yeah, I prefer to use someone from within BNI and hopefully that search function, they get on with it because I have actually sent them, uh, I've actually sent them some, uh, some notes on that too. So hopefully they get that happening. Hey, this has been a great chat, Damien. One of the things we get all our guests to do is give us their weekly presentation. So uh, Pegasus, how long do you do? Uh, 30 plus, mate. So we've got 45 seconds. 45 seconds. It's pretty standard 45 seconds uh, these days across the board. So are you good to go? Uh, I am, mate. I was, <laughs> I, I've got my, my prezzo here. I was just preparing some stuff for our meeting tomorrow because I made the silly mistake of uh, volunteering <laughs> to be president this year. So, oh, ah. Good job. <laughs> were, you, were you on my pre were you on, you were on my president training? I yeah. was, mate. I was on you your do president's look, training. You do look you do look familiar from that. Yes. I, I think I was the one that asked everyone to have oh. a listen to the podcast. It was one one four ten, you know, yeah. ten tips for your business, because that was a great one. Oh yeah. yeah. 
yeah, that 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 was so, uh, that that was awesome. I think you actually put it to me in the uh, in the training that you wanted to come on here. So uh, good one. That's what I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> so Damien Carey from BNI Pegasus, uh, your weekly presentation. Go. All right. Good morning, everyone. My name is Damien Carey, and I'm from Shield Tech Locksmiths and Security, your go-to solution for cutting-edge digital lock that will redefine your home security. At Shield Tech, we've combined innovation and reliability to create a lock system that offers unmatched convenience and peace of mind. Our digital locks are designed to make your life easier while keeping your home secure. And with our advanced technology, you can gain access to your home in a number of fantastic ways. With a fingerprint recognition, pin code access, key fob, phone app, or even the ability to add a Wi-Fi unit and unlock your front door from anywhere in the world. So, with Shield Tech, your home security is in good hands. And if you'd like to experience the future of locks with our user-friendly solutions, please give Shield Tech Locksmiths a call today. Oh, I love it. What a fantastic... I don't, I don't know if the applause comes through, but I should get some canned applause. <laughs> you, can put a, you can put canned laughter in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that was just such a great uh, referral request too because, you know, even some of your language in there was a bit subliminal which is fantastic, but it's also, you, you just spoke so clearly, even though you got it in in time, and this is something, sort of a bit of a tip for people who are speaking publicly, just because you've only got a small amount of time doesn't mean you need to speak three times as fast. <clears throat> you just need to take out the words that are not needed and say what needs to be said. And that was fantastic. I'm sure all the other locks are going to have their pens handy and writing it down, just changing the name in there. <laughs> Hey, this has been a great story, Damien. I really love how your business has achieved so much success so quickly through BNI, but it's not just by buying a BNI membership. It's by working the BNI system and not doing it half-assed, going all in and treating it like it's a part of your business. Uh, Damien, thank you for being on being on BNI, the Australian Story podcast. No, thank you both. And just a quick shout out for Lisa Gill who put me forward for this. Most appreciated to our executive Oh, we director. love Lisa Gill. We, we always say. She tries yeah. to get all her members on this. You came through again with another fantastic um, storyteller, another member of BNI. But let me ask you, uh, you just said that Damien happened to be on the training and said that he wanted to come on to the podcast. Like, how easy is it to get onto the Australian Story podcast? Well, I'm going to give out my email address here, brent.edwards at bni.com.au. Send me an email. We'll send you a submission form. Fill that out and we'll try and get you on. Uh, and it's just done on Zoom like we're doing now. If you're watching a video version, you'll see that. Uh, we just recorded on a Zoom link and off we go. We can get you on. Or you can uh, go through the BNI Australian Story Facebook page, which I've had a few people do as well. And what are we looking for from our guests? What kind of things are you hoping that our guests will be able to bring to the podcast? Um, not an opportunity to sell your business. We want to hear your story. So it's all about BNI 3 plus 1. And the plus one is telling stories, and this is what it's all about: it's sharing success stories, sharing your BNI story, and uh, yeah, telling the world. And we we inspire a lot of people by listening to this. And as Damien said, when we just first come online, uh, he he downloads these because one of the easiest ways to get CEUs for him. 
<laughs> and the other thing is too, we're not just looking for the the best stories, you know. Um, behind Damien's stories, there's a lot of hard work there, and he would have had to make some decisions along the way. And he's taken on being a president now, so your story could include a lot of challenges, some difficulties, some things that you've had to get over and get through and get around uh, through your journey to be an I to get to the point where you're actually really loving your membership and that you understand what it's actually giving you. So if you're someone who'd like to be on the podcast and you think that you've got something to share with the members in our Australian, or well, 6,000 Australian members now, please send an email to Brent. So, Brent, what is your tip for the week? I thought you were never going to get around to that, V. Um, this is something I've heard recently, that someone, oh, they're a good member, but they're not entering their stats into BNI Connect Listen to this, everyone. If you're not entering your stats in the BNI Connect, you're not a good member of the chapter. Good members enter their happen? stats in. Hey? How can you be a good member if you're not entering your stats? It's absolutely. So as a member, it's in your interest to do this as it affects your reputation as a whole. If you don't thank me for business, it makes me look bad in the stats and the reports. And you know what? If you're not thanking me for the business I've given you, there's no way known I'm going to go out my way to, to refer you again. So you need to put in your stats. Uh, we, you. Yeah, we, we go by KPIs. We, we track everything by KPIs. It is as easy as it could possibly be with a BNI app. It's not hard. And also, if you're running a business, surely you can you can put your stats in. Because in your own business, you have to do that. So I think everything that we're seeing people do as members is a reflection of how they are as business people. So put your stats in, people. It's not always easy. Sometimes we get a bit behind. I've done it. I know. I've gone. Sorry, I didn't. I haven't put that in this week. But get onto it. Get well, onto it. BNI is a marketing program. You've got to test and measure all your marketing. And the way we test and measure BNI marketing is by putting the stats in the app. Yeah, that's right. It's not a gym membership that you pay the membership and don't go, like I've done in the past. And guess what? I never got fit and I never lost any weight. <laughs> anyway, thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 127. We'll be back again next time with BNI, the Australian Story Podcast. 